Hello. Hi. <laughs> that, I feel like my voice cracked right there. How are you doing, people? Hello, hello, hello. Good day, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. You know what? Yeah, I saw a video where someone said, like, it's almost that period where you're listening to podcasts at, like, 2 a.m. and listening to R&B and, like, cleaning up your room and getting your shit together. And I could not relate more to a video than that video but i hope you guys are doing well as the sound of my high-pitched um you know cracky voice shows i'm doing all right so today i, I didn't go to work today oh it's a holiday guys i didn't skip work again it's a holiday it's labor day when i'm recording this um and i woke up I, you guys know how i like to set my alarm at a particular time and then like wake up but then go back to sleep. I did that like twice, but I had to go pee. And um, for some reason, my thing wasn't flushing. So that like kind of took some minutes. But anyway, yeah, I'm doing great, actually. I'm doing well. I um, finished a book yesterday and I'm currently reading another book. Um, so I feel like the position I am now on my couch with my coffee beside me is exactly what I'm going to be doing for the rest of the day. I might do some work. I don't know. And I'm also drinking this new, um, you know, coffee flavor that I just opened. So my grandma like a couple months ago gave me like a lot of like coffee and they're not caffeinated but i feel like i wouldn't be able to tell unless it's like very strong so this is like a hazelnut um kind of flavor which i love nuts right no pun intended but i do feel like i have my limit so if it's like peanut butter which i don't really often but peanut butter like every once in a while of course or like a snicker bar but I don't like an overwhelming amount of nuts or peanuts or anything. So this hazelnut um coffee, we're going to see by the end of the week if, if I'm going to get tired because I brewed a whole pot last night. So um we're going to see how many I'm going to drink today. And so it's a hazelnut coffee with um almond milk, really. Nothing serious. And um yeah, that's where we are. You know what I mean? And like I said, I really do not have any plans today. But I do have one conversation in particular that I wanted to talk about with you guys. So I was listening to a podcast maybe last week or two weeks ago, and they were talking about, um, you know, the dead, right? This is not as gory as it sounds, so just stay with me, okay? Um, so I don't know if anyone or if you guys know who Kevin Samuels is. You don't really have to for the purpose of this um conversation. It's just kind of going to pivot into something else entirely. But basically, just like a rough, you know, off-the-mill summary, Kevin Samuels is someone who I want to say had a career on the internet. And from the videos I've seen, he would speak to women in, you know, manners which he would deem motivational in a way, where he would kind of like tell them to rate themselves or rate themselves more and kind of give them tips that he believed were the you know correct pointers for them to get men right that's kind of how i viewed him obviously people viewed him in different ways and i I was never really a fan of his content but i do want to say really quickly so i've been i don't know why but on youtube lately i've been coming across a lot of creators who just like to talk about women and they're men obviously and how do I put this? I'm not one to dim anyone's life. I mean, get your bag however you want to get your bag. It's really up to your conscience and your um reasoning. 
But I see a lot of men who believe that they are the ones who coined the beauty standard of the world and they're talking down on, you know, different varieties of women. And it upsets me, but for some reason I can't stop watching. I do realise this is my own personal demon I need to fight, but... um. Yeah, that's kind of why I came across this Kevin Samuels thing. But the podcast I was listening to, basically, now that you've kind of heard the kind of person that he was, like, you know, why he was alive, people hated him while he was alive, right? And now he's dead. And people still have that hatred. And they still harbor that hatred that they had for him while he was dead. Alive, sorry. So on this podcast, they're talking about how, you know, because someone is dead, does that mean respect is supposed to, you know, arise from somewhere? And it was a very interesting conversation because I started to think that like, if I hated you while you were alive, like I'm trying to think of someone I, re- I I don't really hate anyone, but I don't know. Let's just say at a certain point in my life, if there was someone I really didn't like and that person just happened to cease from existence, would my feelings towards that person change? So we're not even going to get into like the spiritual part of maybe your hatred towards them is not going to give them eternal peace let's just speak from our realm right i don't know really i don't know because that person being dead doesn't absolve them of what they did or said to people while they were alive it doesn't absolve the maybe the hate crimes might have caused or committed or anything you know what i mean so it's it's very telling to me and I can't seem to to put a pin on why there should be some kind of what's what I'm looking for. I'm trying to get the word right. Um it's not justice. It's like some kind of emotion. No, that's not a word. Sorry guys. I'm really trying to get this word right so I can sound smart. Um Ah oh. It's not humility. Anyway, you guys probably know what I'm trying to look for. So that person being dead, I, I personally see no reason why there should be some kind of, you know, remorse. There we go. Bingo. Towards that person. I mean, I get it. I completely understand, you know, why. Because, I mean, the person is dead, you, you know, let it lie. But at the same time, if you hurt me so much, to some extent, I do feel... I mean, obviously, depending on what you did to me... If it's that serious, I feel like to some extent you being dead might even amplify and be like, well, actually, this is what he did and this is why I feel this way. And you might try to justify how you feel, which is perfectly okay, not to invalidate anyone's feelings. But at the same time, is there a point as to where there's a limit? So I was watching another video. I think it was Joe Rogan or Joe Budden. I, actually, this is so bad because I don't know who the, who's, wait, wait, whoever the black person is. I think it's Joe Budden. No. Oh, you guys know who I'm talking about. Anyway, he did a, you know, um, an, a video, I think, on his podcast or his radio station. I actually don't know what he does in particular. But he was talking to someone and they had, um, this different creator had put out a compilation of videos about Kevin Samuels probably a couple hours after he died. And Joe, insert the correct last name there, had a problem with that because everyone said, you know, all the news and the tabloids came out right before his parents, which is Kevin Samuel's parents, had the opportunity to even, I, I guess, um, pass the news or even let it settle in or start to grieve or anything, right? And the first I made a point, he said, the creator now, 
He said, if you lived your whole life doing something on the internet, you being dead is going to, one, amplify everything you did and bring it to the light. And you might be, obviously, depending on who you are, you will be trending for a while. And at the same breath, I thought to myself, well, actually, if that's the case for, like, you know, the media of it all, so if someone dies... Why can't people who they've hurt come out and speak about how they feel? Is there a limit? Probably. I don't expect you to go to the funeral and cause havoc. That's disrespectful to the dead and the family anyway, because the family didn't do shit to you. I do believe there's a limit, but I do think there shouldn't be a point where you think because this person is gone, all your feelings and hatred that you had and habit for this person are suddenly absorbed just in death. I do think you have every right to express how you feel. So now let's, let's say it's not someone famous. Let's say it's... Okay, let's get a little deep. But let's just say it's someone who... An assaulter who assaulted you, right? In the eyes of the world and his family, he was the sweetest dad or granddad to his, you know, little kids and grandchildren and everything. But to you, maybe 12 years ago, he touched you inappropriately multiple times. And you never were able... I mean, and we also know... I, I only speak for black people, but you know how most times most families like to keep things in the dark and quote-unquote handle them in the dark. So you might have said, oh, this uncle touched me. They might, not, they might have heard you. Maybe believed you, but didn't give you the satisfaction of knowing that, yeah, we're going to handle it kind of thing. So, that, you know, uncle dying, you have every right to say, actually, fuck that. He did this, that, the third to me. He's dead now, and maybe, I, you know, I can't really do anything about it. But I just think... And most people might wonder, well, why? Because I do know there, might, there are going to be some people who are going to say, well, why do you feel the need to say this number? He's dead. You know, what's the point? Let it let it lie or let sleeping dogs lie. No, fuck that. Because I do believe that sometimes just saying things out without the, you know, the thought or the feeling of having someone to gratify, you know, to, um, what's the word? It's not gratify. To um, hear, understand and, you know, sympathize with you. That might feel like the best thing. But even most times, just saying it out loud for you to assert yourself that, yeah, I'm not fucking crazy. It's the best healing ever. So I do believe in cases like that, you have a right to your feelings. Should there be a line? Absolutely. I do believe you get to handle it and deal with it however you want. You know what I mean? And your feelings are always going to be valid. So if you do decide to, I don't want to say vandalize a, a, you know, a graveyard, I'd I mean, I have my limits, so that's not something I can imagine it myself doing or um, accepting. But if you have something you want to do, the oh, this sounds controversial, but there is a very justifiable reason as to doing whatever you might want to do. But I do believe to a certain point of humanity and sympathy for the family who might not have shit to do with you, you know, I think I've passed that across correctly. I don't have to finish that sentence, but I think I've passed it across. But yeah. I was just thinking about that and, you know, about the dead and everything because I, thankfully for me, my, you know, after my mom passed, I don't really have anyone talking shit to me and I only have the memories I have. Now, however, I was reading um a book, the book I was reading last, um, they were talking about grief and this particular author, 
she uh, totally who I referenced um you know in the last episode I believe when she was talking about love so she lost her dad and she had said that it's unfortunate because everything once someone dies all the questions you had are going to remain unanswered all the feelings you had are left to you for how you want to deal with them but it's only going to be your side so there's always going to be that unfinished business because that person is no longer here to handle that business right it's not like i had any beef with my mom or anything but it's questions i had and some kind of feelings that i feel were not resolved enough or some feelings that i feel like i deserved maybe that i didn't get so i mean i would always have that in myself and be like "Mm." you know in days where i'm mourning my mom and like i mean just other than like damn something happened with my dad and like god i wish my mom was here because she only her would understand and like to call her up you know that would have days i want want to call her up and some other days i'd be like oh fuck you know why didn't you do this? Why did you think it was okay to do this instead? Kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So um, I just thought it was a very interesting point of conversation. I wanted to see what you guys think, you know? Because I thought that was very um, intriguing. I kind of listened to the whole... I, and, you know, I'm at the point where I... So I like watching or listening to controversial things, but only because most of the time I know where I stand and... It's going to sound like bullshit, but I do, to an extent, like to hear or listen and watch people dabble in their own shit and be like, oh, wow, so that's that's just how you think, kind of thing, you know what I mean? So I kind of enjoyed, you know, one side of the party, because the, there was two people in the podcast, and the one person was talking about how, actually, you know, the people who he offended personally had every right to, I don't know, stomp the yard on his grave and shit. And the other person is like, well, no there's a limit to things so i do believe by the end of the day it's up to your own level of humanity and how you cope but i just want to do this and there's some shit i just can't do anyway you know what i mean but yeah that's one part to it and i just wanted to hmm so i don't know how i want to start this but Yesterday, it just dawned on me that I've been a bit too hard on myself, right? And not like I'm... Because I do believe I beat myself up a lot of times. So something happened yesterday, and let me tell you guys, I'm going to be very transparent with you guys. I went on a binge. Like, I ate... I probably ate double the amount of calories that I usually eat in a day. I don't count calories, but I'm just, you know, exaggerating. But I ate, literally from when I woke up to when I went to sleep, I was eating just a lot. And scientifically, right, if you crave a lot of sugar all the time, it means you don't have a healthy balance with your food. I have a sweet tooth that I, for a while, knew how to tame by, you know, replacing all sorts of candies and sweets with fruits that I like in moderation but yesterday i went on a binge and i was talking bad to myself and looking bad at my body and at a certain moment i felt to myself like no why are you treating yourself that way because you've come a long way to be how you are and you understand how you are so why do you think it's okay for you know this one mishap to make you think you can talk to yourself in any sort of manner. (laughs) 
because aside from my weight or my body and my eating habits, most days I've looked at myself and been like, mm, you could be doing a lot more of your time right now. Why are you doing this at the third? Why are you sitting down? Why can't you, you know, get up and do some work? And I um, was reading something, I believe, and the therapist was talking about how it's not that you don't have the energy or the motivation or the strength to do what you want to do or need to do. It's just that all the energy that you have that was restored for, you know, what you might have wanted to do, you're using all that energy to survive. And that hit a lot more different than anything I've had in a long time. Because I'm like, yeah, I mean, obviously that gave me some kind of gratification. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, let me calm down. But it's something like very true. I talk about it all the time and I hope you guys understand like where I come from, you know, when I'm joking. But it's the thought of offering yourself and allowing yourself, if you know what I mean, wink, wink, is the easiest, cheapest thing you could ever think about. But then choosing not to takes a whole lot of fucking gall. Let's be honest with ourselves. Anyway, I digress. So yeah, I was just thinking to myself, like, man, why am I being so hard on myself? So I decided that I'm going to twist it and I'm going to blow my own trumpets and write a love letter to myself. And I guess I'm going to do it on the podcast, but have you guys here as well. And I want, I want you guys to do it for yourselves and let's feel some kind of gratification together, right? So instead of saying... Mm, you lazy fuck. You know, you came back from work and you took a shower and now you want to sit down and watch some TV. Why can't you do some fucking work? Actually, bitch, I'm talking to myself right now, obviously. I went to work for a lot of hours. I came home and I took a shower. I could have gone to bed in sweat and filth. I came home and took a shower, read my book, and I decided to call it a day. Everything else on my to-do list that is not as urgent as I think it is will be handled the next day or the day after. Because I've realized and I've decided to give myself comfort in knowing that I might not do my whole to-do list today or in a week, but it will get done when it gets done. Does this sound lazy? Maybe. But I have realized that putting my self-comfort or not whatever not self-comfort just putting my peace of mind first and my need or want of lack of stress first trumps every other thing so obviously i'm not talking about like pushing things outside like paying your bill paying your rent mm -mm, no but those goals that you have that you know you want to okay so i have some things written down that i want to be you know want done before the end of the year I mean, we're in September now. Happy New Month as well, by the, just by the way. Also, September has a lot of birthdays. But anyway, I have things that I want done for the end of the year. And yesterday, well, no, 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 what's today? Uh, okay, so Saturday, I, you know, did something towards that and I felt good. And I said, if I, even if I don't do this again for the next week, I'll feel all right. We've made a step. I mean, I'm hoping not to prolong it for that long, but that's how I feel. And... 
except for things that are, are not necessarily in my control because I'm, go- I'm going to speak for myself this whole episode and anyone that can relate to that that'd be perfectly fine but except for things that are not naturally in my control like i don't know like a graduation time or me getting fired god forbid or someone dying or me just being exhausted which is it's not in my power but at the same time i can handle it if i wanted to except for those things the things i can handle i will so what happened and i was so proud of myself because yesterday i was getting so frustrated at work and i felt like i had a lot of things i was getting so frustrated at work and i felt like i had a lot of things that i needed to do and get done and i remember in a split second i went to the bathroom and i you know took a breath and i said it's all in your head it's all in your head take a step back and assess unless what the fuck is actually going on here baby <laughs> you know what i mean and i did that and that just made me proud so again maybe my to-do list wouldn't be done today i would do my best to do something towards it and if i feel burnt out i'm going to take a break that's for sure and do what i need to do you know what i mean But yeah, that just is a portion of what I wanted to tell myself to make myself feel better. Also, <laughs> let's take another trip to another destination, right? This coffee is actually good. But like the ice is melting, so it's getting very, very, you know, liquidy. Not like it was thick or clumpy before, but you know what I mean. Anyway, so guys, what do we think? Do we think romance is too much to ask? Let's get into the nitty gritty. So I remember I was talking about love last week, and I kind of have more questions that I want answered. No one answered any of the questions, but that's perfectly fine. Maybe we're just—I'm just going to assume that we're all confused and like no one's actually just actively ignoring me on the podcast. But is love too much to ask? Is romance too much to ask? So personally, I don't think so. And maybe it's because I've been reading a lot of books from people who might not exist. So I think I deserve to be them. That's okay. (laughs) But I just don't think it's too much to ask because I believe that till our dying breath, we are allowed to desire and want what we want and not think we should settle just because what we want might not be within our reach. I don't think anyone, I don't think any, I also don't think it's too much to ask from someone for whatever you want. So if it's like, I want to be tucked in bed all day with a bedtime story, fuck, yes, I'm seven again. Or I want to be, I woke with the smell of eggs and bacon, okay, so I could get, you know, pay for it if I wanted to, kind of thing. I don't think it's too much to ask from someone who, in turn, will probably think, yes, you're deserving of this love. And these affections and these actions, I will do them for you. Right? So I was just thinking about that and... It made me look at myself and be like, okay, so Dami, what's your ideal love life? If you had the opportunity 
to go into a simulation and make yourself your love life, what would it be? And again, I'm going to speak to myself or for myself, but I've realized that maybe to an extent I would like to be pampered, but pampered to the point where I can say no when I want to. Also, for the guys, I, I don't know if I have to give this disclaimer, but actually, no, I'm not going to. I feel like sometimes as well, if I'm going on a movie date with my boyfriend, maybe I would I would like to be picked up. I don't want to meet you there. I just, I, I have a car that drives, but I want the luxury of just, you know, seeing that I'm on my way text, get ready, grab a coat. Don't worry, I'm going to pay for the popcorn and the hot dogs. Because that's better over what will be, that's, you know, that's better what will be, ah, that's what we better be eating. I was I wanted to say. I don't know why I was mumbling. Anyway. And I want to have, you know, the are you okay texts. Just randomly at like 12 noon when I'm like having a busy day at work. You know? Or I want to be walking down a trail downtown after going for like lunch or boba or something and holding hands and it being like what the only ones existing in the world. And just talking and laughing and smiling or going on holiday and having the most amazing fucking sex. Like I I that I wanna be fucked. Let's not play around here. I want like to be worshipped and caressed in a bedroom. Eat me the fuck out. And say thank you for eating me out. Like, yeah, eat me out and say thank you because I arched my back for you. You know, I want to be adored. And of course, I could give these things to myself, which I will. I, I can't eat myself out. I don't think I can. I don't want to try. Anyway, which I will. But I don't think it's too much to ask from someone else. No, I don't think so. I think I can ask what I want, what I believe I deserve. And if someone doesn't see that I deserve that, maybe that person is just not for me. And that's perfectly okay. Now, it might be sounding like, okay, well, what, what happens when you're asking for too much and then you don't get what you want in time and time is going so you just pick whatever you want. And I'm going to say this. When you're going through something after you've explicitly stated what you would prefer, but you're not getting what you want by that person's own volition or choice, it's the worst fucking feeling. Sometimes you don't even know it then, and you might think of it after, like, ah, why the fuck did I put myself through that? So it's a thin line between, do I want to be alone till I find that, or do I want to go through something else and see if maybe it's a bed. So maybe, just maybe, you get with someone who doesn't want to suck your dick every morning, but that's what you prefer. But then they've compromised and they've decided, actually, I'm not going to suck your dick every morning. However, I'm going to join you in the shower every other night and stroke you till you come. That could be the case. And that's perfectly fine. Things like that do happen. Let's, let's be honest. But I do think you should not, you know, for the case of, I don't want to say compensation, or for the case of, you know, lack of willingness, say, mm, maybe... I need to dumb myself down because I'm asking for too much from this person and that's just their thing. I mean, if you like to be touched every night and this person says, well, I don't like touching, what the fuck are you doing in the same bed? Or you love words of affirmation and apparently your girlfriend or your boyfriend has decided, well, actually, um, 
I don't like saying I love you because... What the fuck are we doing together? Get the fuck out of my house. You know what I mean? I'm getting upset now because I realize that, like, we don't need to put ourselves through shit just because. If you know you deserve something, till you find that person, get a fucking teddy bear. And before you go to bed, say, hey, bitch, I love you. I love me too. Yeah. What's going to happen? You know what I mean? So, no. Now that I'm going to answer that question, I don't think it's too much to ask. There might be a compromise down the line, but I do believe that till you find something that you know you will you regret, that you know your future self is not going to look back and say, hey, bitch, what the fuck are we doing? I think you deserve to ask for whatever the fuck you want. Yeah? Am I making sense? <sighs> anyway. That's just one of the things that as well I'm drinking coffee again but this also brings me to a thought I've been having as to a permanent rule book do you guys have like a permanent rule book and what I mean is that like you know when digestion things in your book or in your mind that you know that for nothing, I'm never going to change this. So, I mean, for example, I know, I don't think I'm ever going to get tattoos. That This thought might change, I don't know, 10 years from now. But right now, I don't think I'm ever going to get tattoos just because I'm a very indecisive person. So, let's say I get a tattoo of, I don't know, tattoo of whatever. Tomorrow, I could be like, fuck, man, I don't like you. And you can't just easily get a, a knife and scrape it up. I mean, you can. You can scrape it up with a knife, but I don't know how many laws of life that violates of just cutting a chunk of your skin out of, you know, whatever. You know, so do you guys have a permanent rule book? And if you do, I think you should. Because now I realize that, like, again, just circling back to love, that if someone doesn't adore me the way I fucking adore myself and wish to adore myself more, then we shouldn't be together because what's the fucking point? You're going to make me feel like I'm doing too much, asking of too much. In reality, I'm just asking for what I know I deserve. Which actually brings out, what is in your permanent rule book? Do you guys have things like you think you would never do? So for one, I know, like, I don't think... <laughs> this might change depending on how many zeros are added to the back of the number. But you guys know there are people who, um, you know, like, get shit on, like, they shit on their chest for money. So, again, depending on the amount of zeros behind the number, but I don't think that's something I would do, to be very honest. I don't know. Oh. Why did I actually mention that? Because now that just sounds... Yeah. Or piercings. Same thing with the tattoos. Even though piercings, you could take them out and then they could... I just feel like a piercing is some. I just feel like piercing and tattoos are like a lot of dedication, like a like a relationship. He has to be in it. So with a tattoo, maybe something that could bend like my name, but even something that could wake up angry at myself and be like, "Look at your fucking dirty name on my." You know what I mean? Anyway, that's just by the way. But I, you know what's gonna happen? I'm going to come back another episode and list things that are not, that are on my permanent rule book, and we'll see. You know. We'll just go from there. If you guys have things with your permanent rulebooks that you would like to share or whatever, just tweet at me or send a DM at 3DT Pod on um Twitter. But yeah. Also, I, I just have to say I have a very like weird 
obsession with like hot water and bleach right now. So I'm gonna I, I might clean my bathrooms today, and just the thought of having like my gloves on and like just you know soaking the sponge and like scalding hot water and like bleach like Clorox bleach. Oh my god, that's the most sensational feeling. And just like running the bleach down the drain and like scrubbing. Oh, I love that feeling. <laughs> I know I sounded saying whatever. Yeah, get off my dick. Anyway. But yeah. We have it, guys. That's this episode today. I don't know what this episode was. I feel like I was yelling. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Also, um, everyone has been rating. Thank you so much. So while we're here, um, if you're listening on Spotify... Wherever you're listening, just you know, give me a rating. Uh, it doesn't have to be five. Actually, I think we are like rated four point eight on Spotify right now, but it's actually pretty nice. Cause, uh, damn, wow. Okay, I mean, thank you. Shit. <laughs> so, you know, don't forget on your way out or just right now. Just you know, go to the podcast and um give a rating on Spotify or give a rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or whatever else you listen to this podcast. Share if you would like, you know, you can do that as well. But thank you so much for listening to this episode of 3D Therapy. You guys are amazing. I am going to be sunken, if that's the word, in this chair. It's going to have the shape of my bum by the time I get up. And I'm probably just going to read and drink more coffee and, you know, whatever the case might be. But thank you so much. Ooh, and also, I started Handmaid's Tale. This is my, like my fourth rewatch. But I started The Handmaid's Tale. Um, I don't know if it's like enough to recommend yet. Like, I'm not done. But a lot of people say a lot of things about this show. So I'm watching it now. I think I'm almost on the first season, probably. But I'm going back and forth with I'm reading and watching the show. So I will let you guys know by maybe the next episode, the next episode, what I really think. But yeah, okay. Okay, this is like the final goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to 3D Therapy. I've been your host, Dami Dara, and I hope you have a great weekend. Bye!